This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, indeed, we do a podcast. This is what we do. We do a four-hour talk show, then we do a podcast. Al, what's up? Jerry, you know how we always talk about the marriage and things like that, people being together for a long time, yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. fun stuff. Of and course. So it's weird to me, like when older people divorce. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, just older folks. Uh, Steph Curry's mom saw this. Uh, is divorcing. Uh, what's that guy's name? Del Curry. Del Curry, who was uh, also a basketball player. Yeah. Uh, yes. They've been together. They've been married since 88. Yeah. And were together prior to that. So Adele is, uh, they're both 57 years old. So they've been they've been married since 88, so 33 years. 33, and they're divorcing. Yeah. I told, I've told you this story before. So weird. And I don't know why it intrigues me. I guess because I, I guess there's so many people that live their life out not happy. Right. But I was in the office of a church once about two years ago when my meeting was interrupted because Mrs. So-and-so was in to see the person I was dealing with who was running the place. The priest. And they said, I'll just use her name as Mrs. Smith. And the woman came in and said, Mrs. Smith is here to see you. And the guy I was with said, is it still about the uh, the annulment? Like, was puzzled by it. And she, yeah. Nice old lady comes in. She's 90 years old, something like that. And she goes, and he goes, Mrs. Smith, all due respect, nice to see you, but I'm, you know, why? You're, you know, she goes, why? Because I'm 90 years old and I deserve to live whatever days I have left happy. I've had enough. And he goes, okay. I've had enough. And he signed it and moved it on to now, I think it went to the, I forget how exactly it works, the chain of command in the church. And I'll, I've never forgotten that. Like, wow, she's been miserable for years and years and years. And decided at some point, this has enough. been enough. Yeah. So I wonder who's miserable in this one. What is it, Del Curry or or was one Sonia on Curry? The other? Interesting. Someone have a girlfriend or a boyfriend on the side they were having an affair with? Who knows? I find her attractive, Sonia Curry. Maybe Del will come after you. Del, do not come after. Yeah, she me. is. I mean, it's you know, it, again, that always looked like the perfect family, right? You had right, you right, had Steph. And uh, I know his brother, who, um, who will Seth fare, Curry. Who will fare better dating, Sonia Curry? I think they both will. Or Del Curry? Del yeah, Curry I think they both will. Very good NBA career, mm-hmm. and she's very attractive. I think they'll both be fine. It's, you know, these conversations come up a lot, obviously, with people when you're out and you're having, you know, even if it's just a joke conversation. And to me, I've always said it. I I find my wife to be very attractive. If she divorced my ass next week. She'd be fine. She'd find another guy. 
you move on. I mean, right. It's, it's hard. It's heartless in a way, but you know, to have that attitude. But it's true. A lot of people that get divorced wind up remarrying or finding someone else. Right. I did. I was watching a. Uh, I have that Discovery Plus app, which yeah. I pay for because I love all the Discovery Plus programs. And there's one on there. There's a documentary on there called something when something met Missy mm-hmm. and it was about this uh this guy who was married for like 57 years mm-hmm. and uh killed his wife oh my gosh because he's just like it was enough already he killed her yeah god. with a hammer oh my god wow but for all those years he wasn't a killer like what makes him snap to that level but he had enough. And I think if you have enough, though, you know what you do? Get a divorce. Just leave. Like the Curry family's doing, unfortunately. Yeah, move on. Wow. That's a rough yeah, one. Yeah, that is a rough one, but it's a good one. You should check it out if oh you have Discovery God. Plus. Right. I love that Discovery Plus app. Good for you. They should pay me endorsement money because I pay for it. Yeah. But it's got like all the channels I like HGTV, ID Channel, TLC, like all the manly channels, right. Jerry. I have those on my cable. Right, but these are uh, the like the shows on demand and stuff so, with no commercials. So then, if you didn't have cable and you cut the cord, as sure. they say, you could maybe get this. There you go. That's what I'd be doing. Jerry. Nice. What I got there? Oh, uh, then the other thing that came up. Uh, CeeLo brought this up. There was a Tom Coughlin piece. Yeah. In uh, the New York Times about him being a uh, caregiver to his, uh, his wife, who was, I guess, is uh, very ill. Yeah. Sad. And I went to go read. The, everyone's tweeting the article. I can't. I don't. I don't belong to New York Times. Exactly. So everyone's tweeting the article. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to read a piece about how nice of a gentleman Tom Coughlin is and how he's helping his wife. I click on. I got to pay for it. I, I'm out. And within two seconds, I'm like, now I'm not interested. Right. I mean, I'm interested in the story, but I'm not. Me reading. too. Right. And I'm, I'm sure there will be it. plenty of quotes and excerpts. That will be put out in articles in other places. Right. But so I, I I think sometimes none of us want to pay for online newspapers. Which is unbelievable. Because they, they waited they too long. They screwed it up. They screwed it up right from the get-go. Like I saw one thing. I think it was the New York Times, too. $4 for four months. Meantime, anybody getting off the train spends $1.50 a day on a yeah. paper. It's well, really the most bizarre thing. Well, this one, when I tried to read the Tom Coughlin article, I, I clicked on it. it. It wanted to sell me a dollar a week. Okay. Yeah, a dollar a week. Times. Maybe, maybe I saw a different paper. That was four, maybe maybe they had different Park deals. Press. I forget. Yeah. It, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, when there's this, I can even understand it. Like, they're, like the NJ.com does it, too. Yeah. And I still follow them on Twitter, even though most of their articles you can't get. Mm-hmm. But when it's something like um, on NJ.com, it would be like... Uh, the best things to see in each beach town. I'm like, oh, let me see what they say about Bradley Beach. And I click on that, and it's a pay thing. I'm like, screw you. But when it's something about, like, a guy who we know writing about his dying wife. It feels cheap, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like you should give that to me. I don't disagree with you. It'd be a great promo, too, for your paper. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like you're trying to make me pay so I can hear about Tom Coughlin taking care of his wife, who's in a very rough shape. And yet, that is how they make so, their living. It's so interesting you say it's that. An, it's a moral dilemma, Jerry. I saw uh, online, and I forget which, maybe it was Dr. Gupta 
Sanjay Gupta. Sanjay Gupta from News 12. News 12. I think he does stuff with CBS. Oh, he's CBS. Or NBC or something. Uh, I saw online that he wrote a book about COVID and like, you know, things. I forget exactly what it was, but I remember thinking you're trying to profit off of something that just killed millions of people. Yeah. There's some, I, I understand you wrote the book. It takes time. So I'm not, I get it, but there's something just wrong about it. It feels weird. Yeah. I don't know. There's so much information out there too. I guess if you want to spend the extra money, so be it. That's your choice. Right. But it just, I saw it and I was like, oh, it didn't feel right. It didn't make it right. That's how I felt about this New York times. As soon as I clicked on, I was like, this doesn't feel right. Right. This like feels I, like, like, I got get like I'm doing this calendar as you know. There's part of me that's I can't wait for people like, oh, you're charging money for this? You know, like, it's, there's plenty of people that sit there and say to us when we try to push things, you know, we don't, you guys make enough money? It's like, oh, my God. Like, we're trying to sell a mug for the radio station. Yes. We get nothing, you know, and, or like, because the mug was $25. Oh, it was a lot of money. Whatever yes. it was, 20 bucks. Like, I'm waiting, even though it's a fundraiser, and almost all of the money is going to go to the team. Like, I can't wait for the slings and arrows. Are you going to try and profit off this? Oh, you think misery is funny? Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> you know it's right. coming. Oh, absolutely, Jerry. You know? I get things, uh, and I got one guy in particular who direct messaged me on Twitter, very detailed about how you and I should have a pa- Patreon page. Okay, what's that mean? This is like a page where you, where people that like you just give you money ah. to entertain them. Okay. And you got to po- do more than do what po- we do then. Right, you got to like... They'd be like, this guy's like, oh, if you know, if you, if just at the beginning of every podcast, you thanked listeners by name, and then every once in a while, you guys did a special podcast, why wouldn't you do that? And I also, uh, and, but I felt like it's enough. Like, it's, you can't, you can't, you saturate people, you can't constantly go at your audience looking for money. Right. And we don't ever. Right. We're paid by the radio station. So that's plenty. You're getting plenty of us, mm-hmm. and we're paid for our work. And yeah. now, if we were not working at the radio station, or the radio station got rid of us, and we wanted to continue doing something, then yes, we would have to get a pet Patreon page or something like that. But not right now. Very nice of him, though, that he thinks we could do that. But that was nice of him, right? Very nice. That's one thing I, that I used to listen to with Howard Stern talking about. He'd talk about you know, like radio shows, like doing mugs and t-shirts and keychains and he's like at some point i don't want to keep badgering my audience yeah, sure sure for like i, I appreciate them listening to me on the radio right. Right. and now he's you know, now you got to pay him as a subscriber yes. you know so i've always uh thought of uh of howard in those understood aspects jerry yeah and finally we brought up i don't know how, why i wrote down there was a oh there was this discussion about salmon today yes in the in air the fryer, air fryer. and it got me thinking about my salmon. Now I know the the salmon, the thin salmon that has the skin on it that you buy in the store. That's like the, um, I guess that's more of the fresh salmon. I, I don't know. That's like the the wild caught salmon. I'm not a salmon person. I am. So that's like the wild caught salmon. So that's the one they say is better for you. Mm-hmm. It's not farm raised. Right. But the farm raised salmon is so much nicer. It's thicker. It's meatier. Even though I know that the the thinner salmon with the skin is healthier, it's not as delicious. All right. Like, Boomer just kept talking about making salmon in the air fryer. Yes. And I bought all of these salmons with the skin, the thin one, 
They're all in my freezer. And you don't want them. I don't want them. I hear you. But I also can't throw them out. Right. So do Seems I make like them... a complete waste of money. Do I do I make them all at one time and just shove them all down my throat and be like, <laughs> okay, I'm or done. I eat the salmon. stack them on top of one another. Make it a big, thick piece of salmon. <laughs> salmon. You could so do that. So just stack them on top of you each other. You could do that. Yeah. And then yeah. put toothpicks through them so they don't fall apart. Okay. You eat them and you got a big, thick piece of salmon. But it's even different... T- different type of salmon. Uh, it's like that orange. It's like the reddish salmon. That's the one I've seen, and that's yeah. the one I don't like. Yeah, I like the thick farm raised. So maybe I, I ought to try farm raised. Yeah, I don't mind my salmon being in a big salmon farm, just sitting in there all stuffed with other salmon. So f- what is it? Farm raised? Yeah, farm raised salmon. Get. All right, I got to try that because I the red one. I don't like the one you're talking about. That's with the, the one I tried, it. and I thought it was gross. Yeah, no, you got to get the Nasty. one. But sometimes, like, the ones that I go try to get the salmon in the supermarket that's behind the counter. Yeah. And sometimes it looks sad. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> sad salmon. It just looks like sad. The, the uh, I used to go to, what was it, Acme. To the one in, uh, when I was living in Basking Ridge, there was an Acme down the road. And the salmon in the behind the counter looked, looked like, like a pathetic excuse for salmon. <laughs> it really turned me off. I yeah. felt like... I bet these salmon are not being, like, treated properly. You're probably right. And it probably didn't taste right. It didn't taste right. Yeah. But at other times, like, you go to, like, a Whole Foods, you see that salmon, mm-hmm. farm-raised, but looks like happy, dead salmon. This could be a new beginning for me. I'm going to go look for farm-raised salmon today. Yeah. You just want the thicker salmon. All right. Farm-raised. I'll give it a try. So I have most, to start eating fish. I don't eat anything. Most people go out of their way to tell you to get the... Fresh wild caught salmon. I'm telling you, go out of your way, Jerry. Get farm raised. All right, I'm gonna go try it. More delicious. Maybe today. Get yourself some farm raised delicious salmon. Can I get farm raised sockeye salmon? No, I think the sockeye I'm salmon. Just joking with you. That's wild Alaskan. Wild Alaskan exactly. sockeye salmon. There you go. As you know, which I still don't believe is wild Alaskan. Probably not. I still think it's on a farm somewhere. <laughs> Although they, well, there, salmon. there will be people telling you as soon as they hear this, they're gonna tweet to you and go, Jerry. Don't get the farm-raised salmon. They're laying in their own feces all, right. all day long. You know what? I don't tell me. They're don't eating other fish feces. Okay. They're fighting each other Disgusting. for space. They're biting each other's fins off. Got it. Ugh. Wild Alaskan sockeye salmon. By the way, by anyway, you're going vegan anyway once you talk to no. <laughs> uh, our new boss, Spike. Vegetarian, I would try, not vegan. Our new boss, Spike's telling you I, how to do it, Jerry. Like Just nothing too. with animal I products. Like pizza. I like pizza. There's no chance it's Yeah, I love pizza also. Can't do it. You don't have to kill it. But this is the thing I don't understand about the vegans. You're not killing the cow to eat its cheese. Dude, I don't know. I don't understand. But they don't think, they don't want you using any animal products. That's what they're saying. I suppose. I, that I can't do. I can I can try the vegetarian again. I cannot do the vegan. Yeah, I feel like I could try pescatarian, Jerry. Yeah. Farm-raised salmon. That's fine. I could do that. Farm-raised tuna. Right. Farm-raised shrimps. Okay. Farm-raised we got scallops. It. Farm-raised shark. Farm raised shark. <laughs> farm raised everything, Jerry. Oh, everything on a farm. All right. By the way, I've been to a lot of farms in New Jersey. Never seen salmon. Me there. neither. Or sharks. Or sharks. So I don't know where these farm raised salmon are going. Mm-hmm. What fields they're in. Are they on a grain or corn diet? Grass fed. This is what I'm looking for, Jerry. I'm taking this far enough. <laughs> This is what I need, Jerry. And if they don't have it, you and I are going in business. 
grass-fed salmon. All right. <laughs> Stupid. That will be healthy. I got to go. <laughs> All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We'll do the... Uh, We'll do the warm-up show here that we did earlier today. Then I'll see you back here tomorrow at 5 for the live version of the warm-up show. Can't (gasps) wait. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The home of New York sports is WFAN, 1019 FM, and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, what do you say we do this a couple of minutes after 5 o'clock? A lot shorter than yesterday. We'll just do an hour, actually 57 minutes. We got the Eddie Scazzeri inside, and across from me, his name is Al Giancarlo Duke. What's up, man? How are you? I call myself Giancarlo, Jay. You do? Well, actually, Not we Giancarlo. Call, we call you now Monroe. <laughs> Monroe. Monroe. <laughs> Yes. I I can't get that out of my head now. They had all these stories from Monroe Township about the flooding yesterday on the CBS uh, local news. And now all I've got in my head when I see that is Monroe. Ted Knight. Monroe. (laughs) Exactly. How are you? Good, Jerry. I was listening to uh, Coach Danielle McCartan. Uh, She loves statistics. Woo! She can break down the statistics, Jerry. Nice. She'd be like, this guy's three for three. This guy does this. He's this 40% screwballs, 20% uh, curveballs. No one's throwing screwballs anymore. Why is no one throwing a screwball? They should because you throw out your arm doing everything else. Why not throw a screwball? I don't even know what a screwball is. I just know. Screwball when you turn your arm radically to the other. There's no screwball pitchers? Uh, well, you do sort of throw that way. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if anybody throws a screwball. Who was anymore. the most famous screwball? Eddie, who was the most famous screwball pitcher? Yep. Uh, Fernando, didn't he throw a screwball? Oh, Fernando Valenzuela, right. did he really? Didn't Tug McGraw. That. Tug McGraw screwball. I learned Fernando. two things now. I learned that. And also I learned watching the Yankee game last night. So they did a piece on Hank Aaron. You know, his stats and everything. And Kay and O'Neill are doing the game on the Yes Network. And they have his stats up. And it says 23 major league seasons. And they're going through, you know, his home runs, his RBIs, all that stuff. And then at the bottom it says 25 All-Star appearances. And so they do the whole thing, and, and Paul O'Neill goes, I'm sorry, Michael, I, I have to ask. I can't let it go. Can you explain to me how if a guy plays 23 seasons, he made the All-Star game 25 times? That's how good he was. And my, No, that was not the answer. And Michael Kay goes, goes, yes, in the 60s, there were two All-Star games per year. I never knew that. Why? Right. Like, I, I now I know it's not like now where there's a lot more um, availability to watch games. I get that. So maybe it was a way to showcase your talent. Yeah. But two All-Star yeah, let's We do... can't get anybody to watch one All-Star game now. Well, let's bring it back. Isn't two, that interesting? Two Pro Bowl games for the NFL. Let's start doing. No, no. God, no. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, let's get it two going. Pro Bowl let's, games. Let's, let's get rid get of the Pro Bowl. So, yeah, so I was surprised. Yeah. I learned that last night. I had no I idea. Did, I did not know that. I did not know. And Paul O'Neill played Major League Baseball, and he didn't know that. And he didn't know that. You know who knew it? Michael All K. the old it. people listening. Well, that's probably true. Yes, someone right, someone right now is probably yelling at me. Saying, you How do two morons not know? These two morons are on WFN. Speaking of morons, I saw an article um, in the paper about game shows. 
and how crazy they were and they had the prices right, what went on with the hanky-panky with Bob Barker, blah, blah, blah. Then they had Pressure Luck, and there was a guy by the name of Mike Larson who was 34 years old, and he turned Pressure Luck upside down because he figured out some way to beat the system. He was a contestant? He was a contestant, and he won $110,000, and back then, when he won it in the late 70s or early 80s, whenever it was, that was a boatload of money. Now, he lost his money on uh, business ventures. He wound up dying of throat cancer at the age of 48. But they show the picture of this guy. Al, I swear to God, if I showed you this picture, I think you would say he was in his mid-50s. When photographed, 34. Yeah. People looked much older back then. Gray hair. Yep. Full gray beard. He looks so old. I think there's a documentary somewhere on that. On, on the pressure luck, pressure luck uh, that, that guy winning I'll big. Okay. The dating game was in this article, too. And in the dating game, there was a contestant that should have won. Well, did win. The girl picked him, but then ultimately opted not to go out with him because she found him creepy when they talked person to person. Turned out Al Hughes. No, it was not Al Hughes. <laughs> it was not. He turned out to be a serial killer. I believe it was Ted Bundy. Uh, no, that was not the name. Mm. I'll, I'll check that. Yeah, check. It was because, not the uh, name. It was not I, Ted Bundy. I, I do recall there was a serial killer who was on Dating Game. Yeah, he turned out to be one. He, yeah. Not long after he was on the Dating Game, he murdered a 12-year-old girl. All right, Jerry. I'm just good telling morning, you what the story everybody. says. What do you want from me? Feel good Tuesday. Well, well I'm just telling you the story. Oh, yeah, yeah, I went out this morning, Jerry, to get, you know, I'm breaking all my rules, my life rules. I, I have love a certain it. number of life love rules. It. One of my life rules is you don't get gas in the middle of well, the no, night. Well, no, now you do, actually. But I do you? it. Do it now. But uh, today I was, like, super low on gas. So I said, before I even get on the parkway, Jerry, I'm going to stop off at the Wawa by me. Okay, the Wawa and Mawa? Well, I, and more like, uh, I think the, this this uh, Wawa is in Neptune. Or oh, okay. Neptune City or something. The Wawa That's and Neptune. It's very busy. There's a lot going on at the Wawa. Rodney Alcala was his name. He was a serial killer? Yeah. Turned out Never heard one. of him. Yeah, well, I, you're not, listen, I know you lie, watch a lot of these shows. I know a lot of serial killers. All. I would think <laughs> I know them all. But that was him. Let's do an ID channel special on him so I could get to know him Maybe a little Maybe there better. has been one. Anyway, you were in Neptune. I would have seen it. At the Wawa. I pull up to get gas because I really need a gas, and uh, they go, uh, no gas. Now, new, no gas, or was the system resetting? Because that's said, happened to me. The woman just said, sorry, no gas. Okay. And as I'm hearing that, I'm like... Did I miss a news story? <laughs> I don't think so. Are we low on gas? I'm not aware of that. Then I was like, I know there's something going on in Afghanistan. I'm not 100% sure. sure. Do the evacuation they and the takeover from the Taliban. Right. Do they control our gas? These are the things that were going through my head. And then I was like, okay, well, the only other gas station I know is up the parkway, but it's up a ways. Were I you did... that panicked with I the was gas? that panicked, you yeah, but I, but I had enough to get there. Okay. And luckily, when I pulled in, they did have gasoline, so well, we, we don't have a gas shortage. What would you have seriously done had you got there and it was closed? I started contemplating it. I would have either, uh, my first call would have been to you to see if you left yet. Right. Uh, then probably an Uber or Lyft. Yeah, park the had car at the rest stop and yeah. take an Uber to work. <laughs> that would call have cost like, $250. <laughs> AAA will bring you gas. Oh, well, yeah, okay. But you that. have to wait for a while. Well, what are they going to give you, a gallon and a gallon half? gallon of gas, You're yeah. not going far on that. No, I'm not. You go another 20 miles. I do know, as someone that does get gas at 3 a.m. routinely, um, 3 o'clock is a weird time, and it's happened at Wawa more than anywhere else where I go there. Pumps are resetting. It's going to be 15 minutes, no gas. Resetting pumps? The computers. And I, I don't understand why the, 
there's no manual feature to yeah. that, but they their pumps do not work. Hmm. Yeah. So, and that happened. Matter of fact, that happened about a month ago to me, maybe two months ago, where a guy with a motorcycle who doesn't need much gas was in the middle of pumping his own gas because the guy let him do it. And right in the middle was when I got there. And as the guy went to put my card in, it shut down right in the middle of the guy filling up. Shut it down. Now he got gas. He got half of what he was getting, but it did stop. Yeah. So it was interesting. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was a, a computer reset. Well, she should have said, do we got a computer reset situation? Well, you know what? No she gas was went, even better. It made she just panic. Yeah, she just said, no gas. No gas. I felt like 19, late 1970s when I would wait in line with or my how about, mother. How about during Sandy? Yes, or during Sandy. That's our lifetime, Jerry. Yeah. That was 2012? Mm-hmm. I remember that week where, I mean, it really took hours to get gas. Eddie said, I just got home. There's a gas station around the corner. There's no one here. And I had a big truck at the time, and I needed to fill up. And so I made my way there. And in the time he told me of the place that had no line, took me about 20 minutes to get there, line was down the block. Yep. So then I proceeded to go down the turnpike to exit 7, where there was nobody. Filled up and went home. And when you got home, you were uh, half a tank no, of gas I not, down. No, no, I wasn't. Because you had a gas-guzzling no, truck. I did, but I could go 450 miles on that gas-guzzling right. truck because I had 30 gallons. And one more non-sports story, Jerry, before we get you locked and loaded in sports talk. About Giancarlo? Uh, Rudy Giuliani. I saw this video uh, going around. Rudy Giuliani was filmed. uh, He was at the Delta Lounge at JFK Airport. Yeah. First, he was eating soup, and someone, for whatever reason, was filming Rudy Giuliani eating soup. People are filth. Well, yeah, speaking of that, then then he was filmed... um, after eating a soup while still sitting at the table where people are eating meals, he shaved. <laughs> With like an electric, electric razor? razor? Well, I mean, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I was going to say people shave in their car all the time going right. to work. I do see that. That is weird. Get up and go to use the, la- the, the bathroom. bathroom in the lounge. What has happened to You're him? Rudy Giuliani. I wouldn't do that. It's so stupid. And, uh, yeah. Oh, God. He was shaving. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yep. that's a weird one. He's like, you know what? I think I'll, before my flight, let me get some soup, and then let me shave the my face. soup is fine. Soup is fine. Why not shave your face when you get to your hotel or where you're going? No need to film Rudy having soup. No. These camera phones, man. It's too much. But Rudy shaving his face at the at a table where people are eating? Yeah, that's odd. Very odd. Very odd, I actually odd, think Jerry. doing it in the car is odd. Yes. Like, if you can't carve out four minutes... At home. Right. Come on. Shave your face. Yes. Shave your face, sir. Yeah. Jerry, the Mets are back in action tonight. <laughs> Great. At home I'm, I'm against them. The, the Giants. I will tell you right now, my bet MGM double play of the day tonight, Braves and Mets. Why are you taking the Mets? Uh, I'm taking the Mets because the kid that's pitching for the Giants is only, I think, thrown seven or eight times, thrown an ERA of six. Sammy Long, and Jerry. And McGill has been good. Oh, so I'm going straight pitching matchup. And at the Yankees, I'm just betting against Haney. I hate to say that, but I am. And that they've uh, got a 10-game winning streak. It's got to come to an end at some point. No, it doesn't. They oh. could win 25 in a row. I just I don't cool. trust this kid pitching. This you Haney don't like kid. Haney. No, and I know he was good last time. I No, I don't. I think the, the Braves are a good team. Oh, yes, of course. So I think the 10-game winning streak comes to an end tonight. But wow. We'll wow, that's quite a – so you're going Tyler McGill for the Mets yeah. to beat Sammy Long, Jerry. Yes, and then uh, the Yankees, you're thinking Charlie Morton, who you like. I don't know. Well, more so that... Uh, you dislike Andrew Haney. Uh, yeah. Why do you dislike him so much? He's not good. Oh. 
<laughs> not that I dislike him. I don't know him. You don't know him as a person. But I he doesn't impress me. And he, I know he pitched well his last time out. But I that's I'm going straight pitching matchups tonight. So you're Andrew Haney. That don't impress, impress me much. much. Ooh, ba, ooh, ba, ooh. Ba, yeah, exactly. Do you've got the moves? We'll have you got the touch. Look at you. I actually heard that song on my car yesterday. What channel were you listening to? Chick uh, music? No, my Spotify. <laughs> that's actually on my Spotify. <laughs> I like that song. You know what song I like, too? Uh, it's a new, well, it's not that new anymore, by Girl in Red called Serotonin. I don't know this one. Not at all, huh? No. For, I, I don't like listen it. to any new music unless it's country. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I've, I actually put some Chase Rice songs on my Spotify. He's country. I've put a couple of Jordan Davis songs now. Right. Um, Sam Hunt. Yep, Sam Hunt. Uh, so I have some, but that goes back to, I also have the Monkees. Right. I heard that. But everyone thinks they have eclectic music taste. Yeah. We all do. Everyone we does. We all don't just like one thing. Um, yes and no. I, I agree with that. But like to my wife's point the other day, if you look at her music list, it's straight pop. She's not putting the Beatles on hers. She's There's current. No chance. Straight pop music. Very current. Now, when I well, I won't say just current. It's straight pop. Like a lot of new stuff, yes. But there's also Whitney Houston, right. Janet Jackson, you know, stuff like that. But it's really, that's the one type of music that she listens to. Me and you are all over the map. We're all over the I think most people are kind of all over the map. Maybe. Majority people. Because well, anytime you talk to people well, about music. You think Salicata's music... got Crosby, Stills, and Nash on his, on his Spotify? Um, well, Chicago. he's not really a music fan. Well, he's a huge, sure he is. He is? Very big rap fan. Oh, rap music. He likes rap music, and he does like some alternative rock. But oldies, no chance. Most people do this. They'll go, I have a very eclectic taste in music. I love everything except, and they'll give you one category. They'll go, I okay. love everything except rap. Okay. I love everything except country. Yeah, I, I suppose. I do think me and you have a very eclectic. Yeah, eclectic musical taste. Like, Do you sir. think Eddie's got rap on his? No. Do you think he's got new rock on his? No, Eddie's... Straight uh, classic rock. Yeah. And not only that, soft rock. Soft classic rock he likes. So like Paul the, Simon, yeah. James Taylor, yep, stuff it. like that, which yep. is great. Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt. The other day when every once in a while, Eddie has a song. I play the music coming out of the breaks, but Eddie has a song ready to go in case I'm talking. Always. To, in case I'm breaking it down with the hosts. Breaking it down. And uh, last week one day. I was in here talking to Boomer and Gio. We came back from break, and he played Linda Ronstadt. And all in my head, all I kept thinking is, oh, my God, if Spike, if Spike thinks <laughs> I, I picked this, he's going to pull the music from me. <laughs> yeah, he might. I saw something. Linda Ronstadt is a background singer on a Neil Young song when she was just a kid. And that was I, the way I saw it, the way it was portrayed on the TV show, is that was like how she was discovered, how her voice was discovered. And then she had, as her backing band, two fellas you may have heard of, Jerry. Don Henley, and who's the other fella? From where? Glenn Fry. Oh, from the Eagles. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. That's how they were discovered. And then, uh, so she opened for those two when they first started out, like we had that thing screwed up yesterday? No, no. <laughs> I've got my rock and roll we ready had, to go, Jerry. Not yesterday. We had that no, reverse yesterday. yesterday. screwed it up. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, something on the Yankees, because they were really yes. good last night in a couple of different spots, plus, sure, the Mets, and there's a lot going on. I got on. some football plus, stuff here on this list, Jerry. How about the fact that Boomer's back? Oh. Boomer is back, at least for a few days. And then uh, we'll do that, and we'll continue on, and a whole bunch more. Plus your calls, 877-337-6666. We don't take calls on this Listen, show, Jerry. we are. Coming up in the 6 o'clock hour, we're taking Roger Bear calls for Boomer. Roger Bear calls? Yes, you know that, and I know that. We're going to give Boomer his time.
I remember when Talk a little bit about the Rangers in the 6 o'clock hour. Oh, my God. That's coming up, so get the number ready and the rotary phones and all that. Coming right back on The Fan. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Is this the one where they go, all that stuff? Right? Yeah, REM. Oh, there it is. (laughs) I thought so. 525. Uh, It's Alan Jerry until 10. We're going to stay in. um, Boomer's going to go home. No, I'm kidding. Boomer's back at uh, 6 o'clock as we will take you until 6. G with a couple of more days off. Did you see that Joey Gallo diving catch in left field yesterday, Jerry? All right. That was pretty cool. First of all. Pretty cool. First of all. What? Joey Gallo is a great he's a great defender. So the fact that he made the catch, not stunned. He was still on his feet when he caught the ball. You don't think he needed and to dive? And then he fell. No, I, no, ah, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying his momentum didn't carry him to the ground. All right. But this notion that he stretched out yeah. and caught the ball midair as it was described. That's the way I saw it with my true. eyes. That is, no, you did not. I did see that with my eyes. Wrong. He I'm did. A, he was not midair, stretched out catching the ball. His feet are still on the ground as he catches it, and then his feet come up and he right, falls. Jerry, if you say so, maybe I'll, I thought it was a great catch. The biggest part of the catch was him tracking the ball as fast as he did. Yes, and then uh, Judge made a made a very nice catch in center field. Yes, he did. Of course, he didn't have to dive for it the way Joey Gallo did. But made a nice play. They made a lot of nice play. And I'll tell you another thing. This Velasquez kid, yeah. and I know he made the throwing error. He makes a play in the hole to his right look so easy. Here's Gallo's diving catch, Jerry. I'm going to watch it on the MLB. Go ahead. I'm sorry. He is not midair stretched out. He's just not. Hold on. Great play, though. I won't take anything away from it. Sounds like you're taking something away from it. I'm not, but it's it was a great play, but it was not. This is not Ken Griffey Jr. parallel with the ground in a super, you know, in a Superman dive reaching out. Gallows. Di- but the even, fact that he tracked it down is incredible. It's to even me. called Gallows diving play, Jerry. Well, okay. Hold on. How about Here just he goes, Gallows Jerry, great on. play? Oh, he went diving, diving. Yeah, after it. he caught the ball. Diving Wrong. catch. I'm sorry. It's a great catch. Just call it a great catch and leave it, it at that. It's not Hold a diving on, catch. Let me uh, make it bigger. Hold on. Here he goes. Uh, you, listen. Oh. Jerry, he was on his way down when it hit his he glove. He was not. No, he was not. Wrong. Feels Wrong. like you're taking something away I'm from I'm not. Him. But again, he's not, you know. Oh. It was a great play. Let's leave it at that. He stretched out, Jerry Rego. Hey, nothing. God, he strikes out a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, listen, all the baseball players strike out a lot. Uh, They're all going Dave Kingman not style. Not like this. Not like this, Al. This listen. is a strikeout and a pop out and a line out and a ground out not and true. a not diving true. catch out. You can move guys along. That is not the same thing. You got a guy in second, you ground out. The guy goes to third. You strike out, he stays at second. <laughs> That's not true. You got a guy on third, you hit a ground ball to second base, goes to the guy's legs. Guy scores. Or he scores on a ground out to second. You strike out, guess where he stays? Third base. Mm. First base. 
Hmm. So you're saying a strikeout is not the same? <laughs> no, of course not. As a ground out, oh my God. fly out. No, 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 no. But did you see the diving catch he made? Shut Gary? up. Oh, my. <laughs> I'll tell you he one thing, stretched. though. It's, and again, in fairness to Gallo, big walk that he actually had. He worked a big walk? He did right before a big base hit. So he did good things last night for sure, but he does strike out a lot. Ten straight, Jerry. Over, under. How many games the Yankees got left? Let me do the math. Uh, Probably about 50, I would say. Maybe 40. Over, under. I think. Probably, no, not that many. Probably 45 We could just do the math on their their, their thing is. Let's just say over, under, Jerry. Yeah. Yankees losses for the rest of the regular season. Two. (laughs) <laughs> Would you take the over or under? Let's see. The Yankees are 73 and 52. That's 125 games. So they got 37 games left. Okay. Out of 37 games That's left, all? Jerry. Yeah, I guess so. How many? I'm going to set the over under of losses at 10. Over under. 10 losses. That is a good one. In the next 37 games. 20. Boy, they 27 go 27 and 10. And 10. Jerry, that gets them to 100 row, wins. I'm. Well, you got to give me a half. No pushes. Ten and a half. Ten and a half, Jerry. Ten and a half losses right, well, out of 37 games. Because I'm going to take the Braves tonight, and I'm still going to take the under. You're going to take less? I think it's, I yes, I like the Yankees' chances of finishing out 27 and 10. Wow. And getting to 100 wins. Yes, 100. Would that get them exactly 100 yeah, wins? Yeah, they're 73 and 52. That would be cool. Uh, yeah, I would take the under on that. I'm going to say right. the Yankees win 100 games. Over, under. Because their pitching's been good, they're getting healthier, and you've got Urshela on the way back. You got Torres coming back. Yes, and how about this? I love this quote from Stanton too. I guess they were asked about because he's been—I mean, he's been ridiculous. The home run in the first inning is stupid, and then the the line drive to left is crazy. I mean, just his power is ridiculous. And someone said to him, I guess they must have asked him about the fact that you're playing in the field. Does that help? Well, yeah, it helps because he's actually playing. So I he's think that's active. a good – Yeah, he's, he's, he is active. Jerry, when you decided to take the over-under and you put the Yankees' losses uh, out of 37 games and you think they'll get maybe 10 losses or under, do you, did you pin all those losses on Andrew Haney? <laughs> no, You said I you don't like him. No, I didn't. Come on. Because you said you don't trust him tonight <laughs> against the Braves. I know they don't trust him. I'm not taking him you to win. You don't like him. Uh, no, I'm not a fan. I'm just not. I'm the same way I'm not a fan of Rich Hill. I'm just, I'm just not. Right. I could so, see the Rich Hill one. He could certainly prove me wrong. He yeah. pitched really well last time out. Go pitch well tonight in Atlanta. Get out there and prove Jerry wrong, he might. Andrew. And he's going to cost me cash. If I was a reporter, I'd say, are you aware of broadcaster Jerry Recco claiming that you stink? I never said that. You said that. I'm like, just not a fan. I'll so, prove him wrong tonight. So the Yankees, all right, so now this won't be easy because they got Atlanta tonight. Then they got four with Oakland, although Oakland gives them trouble sometimes. Then they play Anaheim, L.A., whatever. And then here's where they have. Oh, come on. You know, know who they, they start got, with? I know they got Baltimore because we gave away Are tickets you? yesterday. Wow. Yes. They have Baltimore the first weekend in September. Then they've got, all right, Toronto. Toronto's fine. Guess who else they have? Oh, it's only one game. They have three more with Baltimore Perfect. <laughs> in the middle of the month. They've got Cleveland, who hasn't been good. They've got Texas, who stinks. And they've got Boston. So they got Boston twice and the Blue Jays twice. And in and around that, a lot of Baltimore and uh, Texas and Cleveland. Perfect. 27 and 10. This is setting up for a nice fall season here at WFAN. It should. Like, they're going to be a playoff team and they should do well. The Yankees making a run. 
the Jets have a new quarterback, Daniel Jones in year three, where we all pretend the quarterbacks make an enormous leap. It's going to be exciting. Well, we'll see about that. I will tell you this, too. The Yankees have been so good, and because of the whole National League thing, they had no spot for Luke Voigt last night. Do you realize? They have too much talent, Jerry. So yesterday afternoon, he was named the American League Player of the Week. Hey, congratulations. You're not playing tonight. You're not good enough. They did pinch hit, did come into the game, but like not in the starting lineup. Right. Don't no room for you. We've got too many good players. Yeah, they well in the Amer- well when they play American League games, they've got exactly what they need. It's like here at WFAN, Jerry. We've got too many hosts that you and I can't get a full slot. A are we full trying four hour shot? Are we shot. trying for that? I don't know. I'm looking at today's show sheet. There's not a lot going on, Jerry. I got I a lot. Think, I don't think I could get through four hours. We could do today. four hours again today. I don't know about that. Well, yes, we can. Anybody see Boomer? Is he in the building? Uh, if he's not, guess what? <laughs> Get ready to discuss Kemba Walker, Kevin Durant. Kemba Walker? I can't do that, Jerry. Yes, you could. I did see Curb Your Enthusiasm coming back for season 11 in October. Man, you know. It's... HBO. So I saw the first few seasons of that. I've lost my way with it, though. Well, because they go so many, so long in between seasons. So you're now, out. Is that going to be where they're going to release it on, like, HBO Max, here's the season, or will that be a once-a-week? That'll be a once-a-week thing. I like that. Because that's what they got to do. If they put everything out in one shot, then you just watch it and unsubscribe. You could do that. And they don't like that. Well, but that's what, whether it's Netflix or Amazon, I would say Netflix, because where's All American on? Is that Netflix? I don't know what that is, All American. Okay. That's one that my wife and my son watch. But they watch it all in, like, three days. Right. Well, Netflix has so much content that yeah. they they can. I don't care for a lot of it. I, I'm with you. I don't care for a lot of it either. But like HBO, they only put out like one new show every right. few months, so they've got to milk that. Otherwise, you watch it and you're out. You could be. I did watch a documentary on Clive Davis yesterday. Uh, I think I saw that. Oh, did you? Uh, that's on Netflix. So it is, and there's one on David Geffen too, mm-hmm. which I would like to watch in the next week or so as well. The Clive Davis one was interesting, though, if you saw it, only from the standpoint of we think of him as this big you know, music icon. He had no interest in the music business. What did he want to do? Maybe I didn't he see He was this. a lawyer, and somebody from Columbia Records that he knew called him, needed him to do some work for the company. Next thing you knew, they put him in charge of some division, and then he was out scouting talent, and he signed the first couple of big names. It was like, wow, I made a lot of money doing this. And then all of a sudden, back in whatever it was, the 1960s, he's making $300,000 a year. I wonder if I could pick out great musical talent. You probably could. You think if you went from club to club, you could... See, the, I don't think... I'll tell you this. I think there's a lot of really good local talent. The question is, who's lucky enough to be found and signed? Right. And then once you get air... I really do believe once you get airplay, you'll make it. Like, the worst song can become very popular. If you hear it enough times. Yes, of course. Think about all the terrible songs that become hits. Would you not agree with that? Are you thinking of Chumba Wumba? <laughs> well, <laughs> I wasn't, but that could certainly be one, yeah. What was their hit? I Get Tug Knocked thumping. Down. Yeah, and I, I Get, get up Knocked again. Down, but I Get Up Again. That's catchy, though. It, it is catchy. But I'm just saying, I made them a lot of money, I would think. Chumba Wumba, yeah. yeah. Those, the guys are living I bet large. you you could find local talent. You could spot that. You know what the tough thing is? Why don't you start your like, own record album, uh, record label? It's probably not a great business to get into right <laughs> now. It's boring music. I think I think people playing instruments, there are many people who are 
experts at it. Sure. But you need like a vocalist. Agreed. That's the tough part. Well, we, and listen, I know it's a cover band, but that band Lifespeed that's down the Jersey yeah. Shore all over the place, those guys are great. Now, I don't, maybe they're not capable of writing their own music. My guess is even if they hired songwriters, they could do stuff. Like, why are they not a big deal? I don't know. Right. Well, it's just like when uh, Sign da them. David Lee Roth, uh, when he was not in Van Halen, when he was solo, he found his guitarist in a Van Halen cover band. The guy just did all the Eddie Van Halen And licks. look at the guy at Journey now that has continued right. that band. Yes. Because he's got the sound. I mean, take a break. They 25 in front of six. We've kind of veered off into music. Right. So we'll get back into that and other stuff. And then Boomer joins us at 6 o'clock here on The Fan. I'll go away. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Get out at 5.40 in the morning. It's the warm-up show till 6. Uh, Boomer is back. He will be on his wild side coming up then. Uh, he's going to freak out at 6 o'clock. He's going to be like a caged animal. Hasn't spoken to us in two weeks. He's got a lot to say, I'm sure, Jerry. Boat show, right? Last time we heard from him. Oh, yes. Because yeah, he was out all last week. I last saw Boomer at the boat show. That's right. And I haven't seen him since before then. Wow. I, I last saw when he was hightailing it out, out of there on the water taxi. And I was on that water taxi I with know. him hightailing it out of there. There you go. We had a good time, Jerry. That I'm Boomer sure you and did. I. Yes, you did. You always do. We broke it down. Jerry, there's something going around in uh, New York City, in Queens, Long Island, and New Jersey. All right. Underground arm wrestling. Yes, we're going to have an underground arm wrestling deal coming up later this morning. I guess there's an app they say I was reading called Arm Bet. It's they call the Tinder of arm wrestling. Jerry. Okay, you could find opponents of who you want to arm wrestle. That sounds cool. Arm wrestling used to be very big in like high in school. school. Yeah, yeah, even grammar like, school it was. Like at the lunch table, yes. you would arm wrestle someone yeah. or at recess. But they say it's all about leverage. It's not really about member because strength. The time you're talking about, do you remember the Sylvester Stallone movie? Over, Over the, the top. top. Yes. Where he was a truck driver, and at all the rest stops, that's what they did. He would arm wrestle for what? Cash? For money, and then they had tournaments. Yeah, yeah. And it was, get over the top. Yeah, that's what's going on now in, yeah. in, in underground in the, the city, Jerry. we got to try to get into some arm wrestling tournaments when we come in at like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. I have it slated for 8.46 this morning. Now, I arm wrestled two different women while working here. How'd that go? I lost both of them. Uh, one I and lost. No, 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 no. They weren't employees. I arm wrestled uh, Velvet Sky, professional wrestler. Oh, I remember her. I yeah. lost to her. And then I arm wrestled uh, the goalie for the women's Olympic hockey team. I don't remember that. I don't remember her name, but she beat me as well. All right. Well, I mean, you so did. Those two. are two pro athletes. Two pro athletes. There's no shame in that. No shame, Jerry. No. I mean, listen, there's no shame in losing an arm wrestling match as it is. Now, today, I think Eddie is going to be freakishly strong. I agree. So between me, you, uh, Boomer's not going to do this. He can commentate. It'll be me, you, Eddie, and CeeLo. Maybe other, Bob Dwyer. Oh, Bob's not here. 
Uh, the other I'm weird thing kidding. about Boomer is he's a lefty, and when you would try to do arm wrestling tournaments mm. in high school and uh, junior high and grammar school, it was hard to find other lefties. That's true. And if you had to go lefty against him, that would be put you at a big disadvantage. Right, and I would think I might be able to beat him righty. Yeah, so all right, so that's what we're going to do. No, probably not. Not today. He's still incredibly he's strong. very strong. So the four of us will have a little round-robin tournament at 846. Eight four. You, well, you've penciled that in exactly I have. for eight forty six. Actually, I have. So if eight forty five, if we're ready to go, you're going to stall. I'm going to stall and explain <laughs> the rules and the details. All right. And if we're late, we'll have to hustle. I also always felt like there were certain ways, whatever the leverage was, where my arm almost couldn't go. I couldn't go backwards. Well, like if this? it's if it's straight back, no. But that's why it's more of an on an angle. Yeah. So that your elbow will give. Do you think any of us will snap an elbow? I was going to say people have. Workers comp. Here we go. <laughs> Gotten injured. Well, we're not going to, the four of us are not going to get injured. You don't know that. True. Your arm could snap like a chicken ball. Yeah, That's like a true. chicken wing. I, I actually am picking Eddie to win this. I agree. Although CeeLo's probably strong. Very strong. Well. I'm not saying he's not. There's something about Eddie, though, that tells me he's going to leverage, strength. size, yeah. built up anger. <laughs> I think he's going to kill it. Yeah. That's what I think. I remember both times when I took on the women that I had mentioned earlier is they let me hang in there for a little bit. Like they mocked you. They let me push while they just stood there. Right. And they held their was, ground. They held their ground. Right. And now it's over. And then when they wanted to end the segment, whoosh, did you down. drive home feeling like bad about yourself? Because no, I, 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 as you mentioned, Jerry, two professional athletes. Who was the professional athlete? I put the headgear on and she punched me. Who was that? You remember that? Uh, that was not a professional athlete. That was a, a a girl who I think was a singer for whatever reason. You had put on headgear and she punched you. I thought she was a, a uh, MMA fighter. I don't think so. Time out. I know who you're talking about. Why would pictures. a singer punch me? Because uh, I'm sure Craig wanted you to put the headgear on and get punched by a <laughs> that singer. That might be. Maybe she was like. Uh, maybe she exercised that way. The only uh, other one that be. was in here was Gina Carano. That yeah. No, it wasn't her. I know who I'd you're have talking to look. about. I don't know. I, I think this woman was like a singer. I don't that think beats so. you up. I accused, hmm. All right, you she might be right. She's quite attractive, Jerry. Not Jesse Decker's. No. Not her. All right, I don't know. I'd have to go back because I do know there's a picture of it in the 10-year. But, which, by the way, I got the photos, the 10-year anniversary passed. That's weird to see. Like, that's like four years already. The 10-year anniversary yeah. of Boomer and Carton. Isn't that crazy? It is. It goes very fast, Jerry. That came up on the uh, Google Memories. You know what they say, Jerry? That the days are long. But the years fly by. Right. That's what they say. And I suppose. And I find the days go by in a blink. And this is like a big week for college kids going back sure. to school or going for the first yeah, time. Absolutely. And parents are very sad, Jerry. They're, and others celebrate. And, and others celebrate. Right? <laughs> yes. Empty nesters, if sure. you will. I told you yesterday, I have a friend of mine. They have triplets, and they are all they all three went to college. They drove them to the three separate colleges last week. That's got to be weird because you go from a house of five right. for the last 18 years to two. Empty nesters. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And time goes by quickly. As today. Like sands through the hourglass. Yep. As today you're dropping your children off at college in the blink of an eye. Next thing you know, they're changing your diapers. They'll be graduating and changing your diapers. Yeah. Sad, isn't it? Very sad, Jerry. Hmm. Calendar's come is done, by the way. Your calendar? Yeah. Okay, I look forward to getting that as a gift. A couple more edits, but it is... Stocking stuffer. It is a fundraiser, you (laughs) bastard. Can't you pay for one? (laughs) I suppose I could buy one, Jerry. I will buy several of them myself to hand out. Okay, good. I'm sure you will get one. (laughs)
I see the basket you're not getting. <laughs> this is interesting, Jerry. Everson Griffin. Yes, this is actually funny. He's a new member of the Minnesota Vikings. Again. He was on the Vikings. <laughs> yes. Then he went. I know he was on the Cowboys at he one was, point. He did nothing with them. He did not. You do nothing. He didn't. Anyway, he's uh, now a member of the Vikings, and he said he is going to seek out and apologize to Kirk Cousins. Oh, why does he have to do that, Al? Well, back in January, Jerry, he uh, tweeted that Kirk Cousins, quote, is ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a tough... Uh, what do you say to that? And then he also tweeted, ask Mike Zimmer what he thinks about Kirk. <laughs> about I mean, he, he just trashed him. Trashed him. Uh, I think that's going to be a very uh, awkward conversation. Yeah. Because he said he's going to go seek him out and he's going to talk to him. My bad. Uh, but I don't know... No. I, you, that doesn't work. Yeah, what do you say? You got. I think you have to say, listen, I was not happy with you. I thought you were ass. And you know what? I apologize for making those comments public. That's right. all you can say. You can't say, hey, my bad. I didn't mean it. Yes, you did. You're right. You Absolutely did mean it. Absolutely you thought it. And so does everybody else that seems to be a Vikings fan. So you just have to say, I should not have made those thoughts public. That was crazy. Remember Kirk Cousins when he was uh, looking to sign somewhere? I mean, people like around here? Kirk Cousins, is a, he's not a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. People wanted the Jets yeah. to like give up everything to get Kirk Cousins. If he's not your guy, yeah, you look at the numbers. He's a good quarterback, but he makes mistakes in big spots. I feel like he was pretty good, pretty, pretty good, good in uh, Washington. He was, right? He was very good. He, he was, was earning thirty million dollars a year on that stupid tag he was playing on every yeah. year. He made a fortune. He was very good. The the Washington screwed up with him by not signing him long term because they didn't. I don't think they believed in him. Right. That was very strange. It was kind of like, all right, show me one more time, and right. then you get to a point of no return. Because he eats up too much of the cap, that'll let him go. Do it again one more year. And he kept playing. He did. He played well. He did play well. You like that? Like that? You like that? So, like yeah, that. it's it's uh, it's an odd one. But you know what? If you are Everson Griffin, welcome. He was funny, too, because Griffin is, you know, and he's talking to the media. He's like, you know what? I thought the grass was greener. I learned it wasn't. He goes, uh, you know, I miss the love from the fans here. I miss the love from you guys. Are you out of your mind? Don't sack the quarterback, and no one's going to love you. Exactly. And if you would have played well in other places, they would have loved you. So right. Grass if you played was not well, greener because you didn't play well. If you played well in Dallas, Jerry, guess who would have loved them? Jerry Jones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are Good you morning. kidding me? He, like, he just writes out checks like it's uh, water. Anyway. Yeah, he loves checks, Jerry. All right, let's take a break. Good morning. Good morning. When we come back, we'll have a good morning, and we'll continue the morning, and we'll get Boomer in here, and we'll wrap things up, and then Boomer at 6, and wow, away we go on this Tuesday. Right now, though, in Odyssey Sports Minute, her name is Amy Lawrence, and she is talking about the whole COVID situation and Cam Newton in the NFL and blah, 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 blah. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes till we get to the top of the hour. Yankees win again. The winning streak lives on. It's now 10 as they beat the Braves. Yankees, Braves again tonight. Mets, Giants tonight at City Field. Now. Well, Roger Goodell says that the NFL wants to keep the Bills in Buffalo. Well, yeah, they should stay in Buffalo. It would be a real shame if they actually moved. But the Bills want to build a new stadium, of course, and Roger Goodell wants them to have a new stadium. They want all taxpayer money, though? Yeah, that's That's not right. I agree. I totally agree. You got to, to me, I would think you got to put up 50% of the money. You have to. Why would the taxpayers have to pay anything? Well, I mean, it is their team, and they want to keep them. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I, that's a good question. Want to keep know. them? Why? Like, what's so special? Like, if you that's don't watch have. football, if you're not sure. a football fan. Which you know, what do you care whether the Bills are in Buffalo? Well, you wouldn't in that case, right? I would think in Buffalo, most people are. Really? I do because I don't think they have anything else. There's no we baseball got... team. There's no basketball team. They have they the even... Sabers. But it's just weird. Like you have a sport like football that makes all this money, right? Where you yeah. think like all these guys are getting like like they're gonna pay that that quarterback up there. All his money, like, and then you want me to build a stadium for you? Get lost. Now, do, I mean, MetLife Stadium, did we pay for any of that? Probably. Uh, probably paid for that. No, the teams the built their teams? stadium without any direct public oh, subsidies. Oh, so there you go. Oh, good. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I They should, the owners make enough money. Hey, hey, they should hey, be it's a, the booms. Oh, someone's back. Oh, yeah. Someone's back. Those are my cornhole Those boards. Those are that a nice man. Those are Jerry. You've been here two bowl. seconds. Come on now. I will. It was raining yesterday. I don't want to ruin them in the rain. I'll bring them home Good today. Good point, Jerry. Right, I don't like it. It's blocking my name. Where? Oh, where? Mm. Where's it blocking your no, name? No, you're good. You I good. can block your name if you like. I just feel like it's too central in the in the studio. I'm yeah, it's sorry. very focused. For well, no, on on How is it head. central? It's in the corners. It's very focused on your head. Well, that's because the guy made a nice little Photoshop thing for me. It looks very nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't look yeah. nice. I'm just Mike saying. Mike and Piscataway. Deserve to be in here? I don't know. Mm. Well, I wasn't here last week. Uh, yeah, no, that's right. You weren't. COVID protocols. Yes. I wasn't allowed to be here last week. Who was week? sitting in this chair? Me. He was, Why is it so low? Because I like that that way. Can't handle that. Well, he, that's where there's a lever to raise it. All right. Jerry was protocoling his face off last week. That's right. Now Sheriff's back. back in town, kids. That's Lock right. and load. Here we go. All right. That's okay. right. That's, good. that's right. The, the funny game. Is WFAN over. and WFAN-FM, New York, and Odyssey Station. Your official station to talk Brooklyn Nets. The fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network.